Welcome to the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast with me, Jatia Jones. Join us weekly for everything clarity. The truth is, once you have clarity, you'll have the confidence and courage to succeed in life and business. If you're new to the podcast, you should know my goal is to help you gain the clarity needed to transform your visions, goals, or dreams into reality. For my OG listeners, you all know that the podcast was birthed from the evolution of Mocha Monday's tip of the week. So when we moved to the podcast, I couldn't just leave you without your mocha. Therefore, at the beginning of each episode, I give you your drop of mocha and you are to implement it throughout the week to help inch you closer and closer to clarity. This week's drop of mocha is work backwards. Start with the end in mind and then figure it out from there. So when you're connecting the dots to try to figure out what your passion is or what your purpose is, start where you are now and then work backwards. See if you can find themes from when you were a kid, when you were a teenager, up until now. When it comes to a big goal, start with the end result in mind, then work backwards. What do you need to make it happen? Working backwards works in so many different facets with throughout life this is why i also say journal and then read your journals it's like going back into time and i always find either a program or a nugget that i subconsciously wrote down years prior that helped me connect the pieces of the puzzle today so work backwards hello 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 again thanks for joining for another episode Um, Let's jump right on in. So this week, I am here to talk about purpose, right? So one of the main questions that I get a lot is how do I identify what's my purpose? How do I know, excuse me, which one of my passions is more so my purpose, right? And I have about a good three answers for you. So hopefully this will help you really process some things and give you some things to think about. So make sure you journal, journal, journal about the three areas in which I'm about to talk about. So get some pen and paper and let's get into it. So first and foremost, there are more than three, but mainly that I see the most, there are three areas that purpose falls underneath, right? So the first one would be that there's purpose and pain, meaning that you've experienced something in life that you wished you had not. And unfortunately, but fortunately, the purpose of that experience was for you to be able to help someone else through it or prevent them from going through it. And unfortunately, but fortunately, you have to accept that it happened for you and not to you. And we have to let go of the shame because the younger version of you did what they knew how to do to cope and deal with the cards that they were dealt, right? Um, But the fortunate part is that you have a choice in how you proceed in life and you can make use of that, that, experience that you had to go through and and do your part to make the world a better place surrounding that pain right because you are 
able to really connect with the people that may be experiencing it um, or on their way to experiencing it, right? And so they know that you get it because a lot of people don't get it. They know that you understand the shame or the hurt or the sadness or the disgust or the whatever the feeling is. They know you get it. And that's why they are waiting on you. They're waiting on you to help them in the way that only you can, right? So there's there's purpose in pain. Secondly, is to help the younger version of you. That's where I feel I fall in. And honestly, you probably will be able to tap into all three of these areas. But I, I want to help the younger version of me and provide them what I couldn't find, right? I was multi-passionate. Um, I was surviving, right? I was born into survival mode, but I was so desperately wanted to thrive. I so desperately knew and felt in my gut that I was destined for more, but I just didn't, one, know what more was, two, how to get there, right? And so helping the younger version of you, whether that was you 10 years ago, five years ago, six months, three days, or just yesterday, you are equipped to help the younger version of you kind of do the same thing as with pain, right? Either prevent them from feeling a need that they can't find and or help them through, right? And then last but not least is to fill a gap or a need, which, I, you know, I told you, you probably will tap into all of these because like I just explained with my example, I wanted to give what they, what I couldn't find, right? Um, but to close a gap, right? So closing a gap basically means that you see a problem and you're looking around like nobody else see this. And you might see a person that may try to solve it this way and this way and this way, but nobody is like taking a holistic approach that will solve, solve the problem. And mainly they're not because it takes a non-traditional way of doing things to truly solve, solve holistically this issue. And for many people, they don't want to color outside the lines. And they're like, well, if, if it was meant to be that way, somebody would have done it already. When in all actuality, God chose you. He chose you. And so not to say that, you know, you can't find purpose in other areas, but those are the main three that I see, pain and purpose, um, helping the younger version of you and closing a gap slash solving an issue, right? And then the other piece of that is that you nine times out of 10 have always been doing this thing and you just naturally do it so that it's not obvious to you, right? Or you think it's so simple, that can't be it. And a good friend once said, your simple is somebody else's significant, meaning what's so easy for you is hard for them. But it's because, again, you're the chosen one. I don't know if you've seen the Golden Child movie, but I'm referencing that. Um, and so, yeah, you're meant to build it. Unfortunately, but fortunately, for multi-passionates and visionaries, we 
tend to have to build it. We tend to have to create it because it does not exist. It doesn't. And that's frustrating. It makes the journey hard and difficult because you already don't know how to get over there. But now you got to build the blocks to step on the blocks to get to the next phase, right? But it's such an amazing journey. So I encourage you to build it. Build it. If you have an idea, if you have a vision, if you have a dream and it does not exist, create it. The television didn't exist before it existed. The light bulb didn't either. The laptop didn't either. Cell phones didn't either. And I may be aging myself, but to think of a cell phone was like spaceship, like years and years and years, like movie stuff. And I remember my dad had a big bag cell phone and he was super cool because he was like the only person, right? And now they're like the size of your hand. So somebody had to come up with that. They had to create it. They're called inventors. And and then with that, this thing that you've always done, look backwards, start to connect the dots. And nine times out of 10, you've done this thing professionally as well as personally. So me, I help you get clear. I've done that professionally. I've done that personally. Because that's just how my brain works, right? That's what I'm like, this is what I hear. Is that right? Well, technically this word means this. So let's be very specific so we can clearly articulate and communicate what we're trying to get across. That's just who I am. It's how I'm naturally built, right? So go back, allow yourself to think way back, like your very first memories and just start to jot things down. And then last but not least, um, people are always asking, so how do I know if my passion is my purpose? You got to check your ROI, your return on investment. And the example that I give a lot of times is that I had a custom design business and I love making custom gifts for people and for their people, right? Um, I love the joy that people get because I know how I feel when I get a custom gift that's only made for me. And so I put a lot of love and time into it, but because Hershey Me at the time was a perfectionist, I'm now recovering, right? Um, I put way too much time in it so that the money wasn't there. And then I was stressed out that they wouldn't like it because it was a hair off from being perfectly aligned, right? And I would stress until, you know, somebody would let me know, oh, I got it and they loved it. I wanted to make sure it was the perfect quality that, you know, it was going to last the test of time. I didn't want to not put out excellence. And so it would take me three hours to do something that literally should take me three minutes. And then because of that, time is money. If I looked at what I was charging for the item, I would be literally making pennies and or not making anything at all. I would just be covering the cost of materials. And so for me, when I did the ROI in that, I could, that couldn't be a business for me because I wouldn't make any money. So do I still do it? Yeah. I do some things for friends here and there. I may customize a gift for a client or two, right? But not as a business. That's not my purpose. It helps me with my purpose, right? Like I said, I could use that gift or that skill set to do something special for a client or a friend, right? So I can use it in business, but it's not my purpose. The root of my purpose is clarity. So yeah, I help people clearly express themselves. I help them clearly express their love for a friend or a family member through this personalized gift. 
but that passion wasn't making me money. So that one went that way. And really just look at the ROI, how much joy, how much time and how much money does it take you to make it? And how much money could you possibly make doing it, right? And especially analyze the joy. Because a lot of times when people try to turn their passions into purpose or a business and it's not it, they lose the joy for it. They truly do. And I don't want you to do that with any of your passions because you truly love them, right? So that's it. Do the ROI, connect the dots from the past to the present, right? All the passions that you love, do the ROI on it. Think about all the things that you just naturally do, what people ask you about, what they come to you for. Um, and then, you know, see if you do that on your personal and professional side. And then look at, you know, is it in your pain? Is it to help the younger version of you? Or is it to fill a need or find a solution for a gap that you see to help people get from here to here? Journal about it. Put some thought into it. You can DM me. We can talk about it, right? Um, but that's how I really advise people to get down on the ground level to get started, to really dive in, to see what their true purpose is, what they can do and actually make money at and, and enjoy, right? So that's food for thought, something for you to think about. But that's my answer to the most common question that I always get. How do I know which passion is my purpose? Or how do I know what my purpose truly is? Start there, journal, think, put some time into it. And then implement the ABCs. Start to accept things happen, the good and the bad, for you, not to you. Accept that your purpose may be in your pain. Accept that it's not just a pipe dream or that it can happen for somebody else, but you can be successful at this too. If God is giving you the idea, the vision, or the dream, it's your assignment. It's not by, by chance that this happened. He cherry plucked you to be destined to do this thing, to have more. And especially if your pain is in your purpose is in pain because it's meant to heal you while you heal others and help others. But you do kind of have to face it, which is hard and it hurts, right? But that's it. That's it. That's where you start. So journal, journal, journal. If you're already journaling, go back and read some of your journals. There are some clues there. Throughout life, we drop breadcrumbs like Hansel and Gretel, and we don't realize it. And that's why I absolutely love journaling, because if you go back and look, the breadcrumbs are still there, and you can put the pieces of the puzzle together to make a whole loaf of bread, if not a whole five-course meal. So that's it for this week. Thank you for joining me again. I hope you'll come back and join me and I guess next week. And for those of you who are on this journey, seeking clarity on your purpose through your passions, I can't wait to see what you come up with while you're journaling. Be sure to share it with me. Send me a text, send me a DM. Okay. Respond below the comments on YouTube if you're watching this video. Because I love helping you help me help us because you're answer prayer when you walk in purpose because my prayer is to be a rippling effect of healing and prosperity so that my clients can do the same and together we can create a massive wave of impact and income for ourselves and for others so you walking in your purpose 
prospering in your purpose is an answer prayer for me. So I'm here to help you, help me, help us. That's it. Have a marvelous, marvelous week. And I will see you next week. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast. I hope you'll come back next week and join us for some more. And with that, have a marvelous, marvelous, marvelous Monday. And I'll see you back here, same time, same place next week.